0: What I like to tell people is think about it in the sense of like um, about a month for every year you've been doing the habit. So if you've got a wicked uh, soda pop habit that you've been doing since high school and now you're 35 years old, you might have 20 years in the tank on that behavior. So it might take 20 months of consistent behavioral change to then replace that with something more healthy and happy.
1: Hi, I'm Scott Schuette.
0: And I'm Dr. Janine Steeter.
1: Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach with the jock and the doc. We are here to disrupt some of the current thinking around how the fitness industry approaches clients. Our goal is to educate and inspire fitness professionals to get the results, income, hours, and career that they want and deserve.
0: Our combined experience in education and psychology and fitness create a new insight on ways to become the ultimate coach.
1: Welcome to another episode of Becoming the Ultimate Coach. I am the Jock, this is the Doc, and today we're going to talk about how long does it actually take to change a habit. So we see it all the time. Is it 7 days? Is it 21 days? Is it 30 days? Is it 66 days? Like, What does it actually take? And this is important to know for you and for you to explain to your clients so they have the right expectations. So I'm going to have the Doc break it down today. How long does it actually take to change a habit
0: it depends our favorite answer right but one of the things that's really clear is that there's not a set amount there's not this seven day this 21 day two weeks Um, those are great headlines it sounds exciting for people to think about like oh if i just spent two weeks on something my habits are going to change or the new behavior that i want is going to be there but the reality is, is a couple of things. If you've ever done a New Year's resolution, we all know that um, best intentions. Even doing something for 30, 60, 90, sometimes you know, six months, somebody might be consistent with something. But by the next year, it's the same New Year's resolution because we kind of didn't finish the whole pattern. The other thing is, how long have you had the habit that you're trying to change? So if you tend to eat more sugar than you want and you are trying to cut that back, how long have you been eating more sugar than you want? How long have you had some of those habits? It took us an awfully long time to get some of those habits pretty nailed down. So to change them, we also have to be realistic that it's going to take some time. So a couple of things that I like to let people know about, and because there is an exact number, because it depends on the person, how long they've been exhibiting the habit, Um, how many variables they have to change to make that habit change. What I like to tell people is think about it in the sense of like, um, about a month for every year you've been doing the habit. So if you've got a wicked uh, soda pop habit that you've been doing since high school, and now you're 35 years old, you might have 20 years in the tank on that behavior. So, it might take twenty months of consistent behavioral change to then replace that with something more healthy and happy and um, and and also you're going to have these roller coasters of um, times where you 're consistent, times when kind of fell off the proverbial wagon, um, but then you get back on, but that consistent behavior change is really key
1: and this is why we find it so important to. Meet with our clients on a regular basis to check in with them, and when we're 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 setting these these foundational changes for them, that we're helping them through this process. Uh, A lot of people, whether it's coaches or the clients coming in, they're thinking, well, you know, seven days, twenty-one days, thirty days. You know, once I get this down, it will be easy. But it's still going to take some work. And again, like she's saying, it's going to vary from person to person. But it's more about like. Um, setting the expectations up for your client for success. And if, if after 30 days they're like, well, this is still tough, maybe there's something wrong with me, then they're more set up for failure. And what we want to do is we want to set them up for success. So if we can help them on this journey and, and understand that it's going to take a while to make that a new habit, um, it's just going to be a better situation for both of you.
0: Yeah, and there's some other factors too. Um, you know, and well, first up, Scott kind of mentioned that if we don't set them up for success, Besides the fact that, you know, repeated failure kind of wears on our brains, it creates its own set of habits and its own set of assumptions, and those aren't assumptions that we want to perpetuate. You know, something's wrong with me, I don't have any motivation, I don't have any willpower, and it also erodes self-esteem. So if somebody kind of gets into a habit formation earlier than we anticipated, great. But understanding that it takes a while, and then also thinking about how we're changing that habit. So sometimes the other part of this is is that we really have to take a scaffolded approach. So if I've got that wicked soda habit, um, there's a couple things in there. There might be um, some of the bubbly kind of um, carbonation that's part of that. It might be that it's the first thing I grab in the morning. It's also that sweetness, that sugar, that taste that I really like. And so if I'm not thinking about what parts do I shape, how do I do that systematically, um, it can also even take us longer and be less effective. So it's my first goal just to drink a little less. If I have two in the morning, can I do one and a half, can I do one? Can I pour one into a Yeti cup and drink that during the day? and not be thinking about the two bottles that I usually drink. And how can we scaffold that back and help people make small um, changes? Because the thing that people often forget is a habit, any habit or behavior that we exhibit usually has multiple parts. And so when we look at it, we want to just change that one behavior. We think it's super simple, like I'm just not going to drink soda anymore. But there's so many nuances and parts to how that habit got built that part of our job when working with clients is helping break those down into parts so they can also see small parts of success. Because again, if they drank a little less soda three out of seven days, that's a little less soda than they drank the week before. That's already a success. And we've talked about that. And it ties into goal clarification, which we've gone over before. And one
1: thing we have to be careful with is, and I know I've caught myself doing this before, like we get excited with working with with new people. We want to keep um, improving what they're doing. So like week one, we're, we're trying to figure out, all right, how do we, you know, get the soda cut down, find a replacement, increase the water. And then the next week comes and we want to add in the next thing. We're like, okay, well, let's work on this other caloric offender or let's try this new exercise or workout. And, and we keep on changing these things up so it's not... Um, with them long enough that they can actually form it as a habit. We keep switching things up just because we're trying to progress, but we got to make sure that they are set and, and um, consistently hitting that, that, that first habit before we start adding on things on top of that because you could be just setting them up for failure.
0: And that's a great example too of this notion that habit change is not just getting rid of old habits, but sometimes it's just adding new yeah. good ones that support our goals. So great example of that is if we're trying to help somebody get in the habit of getting out the door in the morning and getting to the gym or getting their run in or something before their day starts because family life and work life seem to keep interrupting in the evenings to get it done or the rest of the day. So we might be like, all right, set your alarm, you got this, you got 30 minutes, just get up 30 minutes early. But it really may take some time to um, put those uh, running shoes out in the morning and just have them sitting there. And even if they don't go for the run, those shoes are there. Then getting them on and going just out the door, getting out the door. And then eventually we might get up to the mileage that they're looking for or something that'll actually burn the calories or provide endurance and stamina that they're looking for. And what we call that is scaffolding um, behaviors. And one of the best ways to get habits to really stick and change is build them on existing behaviors mm-hmm. that you're already doing. And so again, as opposed to viewing them as discrete behaviors, stop this, do that, it's how can we build that into their environment, their daily routines, make it easy and ideally as enjoyable as possible.
1: Yeah. So the big takeaway from this is, and most of you know this, like habits are key for long-term success, but how long it takes people to change that, you need to set those expectations up for you as a coach and also for your client to have long-term success. So that's all we have for today. We'll see you next time.